uh, shadow boxing. I was telling you that I also do the VR Oculus boxing. A tip there, when you're doing the bo boxing VR, set the boundaries correctly, because when you don't, <laughs> what can happen is you might smash your fist into the wall and break your thermostat like I did. Thankfully, I didn't break my arm, but it's pretty pretty hurt, but getting better. So exercise, fitness, nutrition, drinking my Hula drink and try to feed my body. And then self-education, like you mentioned, Brent, reading is super important. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question in this podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. My name is Brent. Today, my special guest is Ryan Cote. Ryan is an entrepreneur, podcaster, a family man, and a big believer in personal development. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey Brent, happy to be here. Let's do this. I'm excited to have you on today, man. I love talking personal development with people and because I think it's just such an important topic. But before we dig into all that, I just don't do big introductions because it doesn't do justice to the person I'm talking to since I get to do all my research before the show. So who is Ryan Cote? Husband, father, like you mentioned. Been married to my wife, Jill, for 15 years. I have three daughters, 11, 9, and 7, as we record this. Congratulations. Uh, they keep me very busy with their dance competitions and soccer and swimming and gymnastics and, and on we go. So... That's the first thing. And then, yeah, I have, I've always, since I was in college, and honestly, I think a little bit earlier than that, I've always had businesses, e-commerce sites, affiliate marketing, thing, selling things on eBay. Fast forward to today, I have Morning Upgrade. It's a personal development site, a blog, a podcast, a book, a morning routine product, and what's coming next, maybe a mastermind, I'm not sure yet. But that's like my mission there is to raise the awareness of personal development, especially for entrepreneurs, though really the material is applicable to anyone. But I'm just trying to speak to myself and try to help people help people with their personal growth. And then with my family, we own a couple of businesses. We have a marketing agency that my great uncle started in the mid 60s, believe it or not. And then most recently, we have expanded into roofing and siding, which is random marketing and roofing and siding. It's just an entrepreneurial experiment that I think we're going to really hit out of the park. We're fully licensed and insured now, and it's only been a couple months, but it's a new business, but we're excited about that. Besides that, yeah, like hanging out with my wife, going out to dinner with friends, reading, working out, all that stuff. That's me. All right, I got to ask, sure. do I understand you live in Jersey? Yeah. Okay, so you don't have a really heavy accent that we all see on TV or hear on the radio. Is that a, <laughs> you live in a different part of Jersey or... I think it's, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the part of Jersey, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But okay. I, I think you're thinking like the Jersey Shore, that, that kind of show. That I've never seen. actually yeah. seen that, but you always see it in the, you know, I, and I laugh because television is always a just overblown farce of reality most of the time, but you always see like New York has a specific accent. I'm very, from a very Southern family and I can tell you, I can identify accents in the South and be like, oh, she's from Georgia. He's from Texas because to me, they're very distinctive, but you always hear certain areas like, oh yeah, they have those really heavy accents. So I had to ask just because everybody's a stereotype, right? Exactly. We're all the most comical version of ourselves. Now I, I just, I travel, used to travel a lot. I've lived all over the country. And so I'm always interested because I, that's part of the, I never did the Northeast. Oh really? It's just never, I think I've been to Chicago and I don't know if count that as Northeast. 
but I don't know that I've been east of that or north of DC. So you've never been to New York City? No. Oh wow, that's worth uh, that's worth the trip. It's chaos if it if you're not used to it. It's like wow, what is going on here? There's like so many things coming at you, but there's a lot to do. Museums, restaurants, like just so much to do. Oh, I'm so the opposite of a tourist. My wife can barely get me to leave the house, man. I, I hate cities. I don't go to any city if I don't have to. Okay, I like wide open city. spaces. And if I don't have to see somebody else, I'm great. I went to high school in Wyoming and it was beautiful. The county I lived in was bigger than Rhode Island. It had twice as many horses as it had people. And it had oh, wow. three times as many antelope as it had horses. Like you could seriously drive for an hour and not see another car. It was a so right, well, don't in your case it's going to be like a, a panic attack coming if you go very so. possible i don't do big crowds either if i can avoid it but yeah, me, i'm the same way a while back before we had kids my wife and i went to las vegas to celebrate new year's eve and we we're out and we got in a situation where there was just a lot of people in, 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 in one area and it got to a point where no one could move and people started freaking out and i remember literally being up against a telephone pole. And I'm only five foot seven. I'm not like a mountain of a man here. So my wife's only five two, but I remember specifically being in front of a telephone pole with her between me and the telephone pole, me holding on and just flexing as hard as I could because there was people around me pushing and trying to get through. And they got the guys that are drunk and flexing their beer muscles. And it was like a few minutes gone by. And I was like, what is going to happen here? Eventually the cops came and broke it up. Mm -hmm. But after that moment, I was like, eh, maybe crowds aren't the best thing. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Wow, that experience would definitely set you back on that for sure. It was intense. So Ryan, here's the deep question of the show. What is your favorite ice cream? So my favorite ice cream, if you asked me that a couple of years ago, it's 100% chocolate. But to be honest, I've been starting to go more towards vanilla and even doing chocolate vanilla swirl. I don't say chocolate vanilla swirl. Okay, that's fair enough. Sometimes you need a little bit of both to make things work right. It's all good. <laughs> Ice cream exactly. is something I've had one guest in all the time I've been doing this. I've had one guest who actually didn't like ice cream. Oh, that's, it's like my, it's, it's like my weakness. I have to be careful. There's a dairy queen, maybe like a mile down the street from me. Mm -hmm. And I was going like twice a week. Oh. So I stopped that habit, but it was hard. <laughs> yeah. It's mine for sure. But I found everybody, it's a universal thing. Most of us can get behind even lactose intolerant people who have decent choices of ice cream these days. So I like to, we all have certain things in common. It really yeah. surprised me when somebody actually didn't like ice cream. Wait, you normal? It's <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so Ryan, you co-own a family business, third generation, if I read right. So, wow, that's yep. amazing. That's awesome. I love. We need more of that in America. I think that's amazing. You do real estate investing. You have new business. You got the morning upgrade with your podcast, a blog, social media. I was digging your Instagram feed earlier. You wrote a book got a family the obvious question here is how how do you manage it all that's the yeah the answer is being very mediocre at everything how do i do it let's see i don't so i guess i work a lot but i've been getting better about that i really am trying to spend my time on the things that really matter and then delegating out everything else i'm very aware i try to be very present that my kids need my attention not perfect at it sometimes i'm on the computer way too late and i have to snap myself out of it but it's really being present and aware of the situation that my kids and my wife need my attention sometimes or every day. And then with the business, it's really just trying to focus on the things that matter, like not getting down the rabbit hole with, with meaningless tasks. And it's taken me time to understand what 
is meaningless and what isn't. So yeah, time management, I've got my morning routine. So I wake up in the morning and I invest in myself with a whole series of things that I do. And then my kids get up and I help them with their breakfast and their lunch and spend time with my wife. And then at nighttime, yeah, I really try to power down at a reasonable time, put my kids to bed. Me and my wife will cook dinner sometimes. On the weekends, this has been a new thing. On the weekends, I've gotten into the habit now of taking the kids to the movie and out to eat. You know, yes, it's an extra expense every weekend, but I think it's worth it because now it's more time I can spend with them. So it really takes planning, honestly, planning and just hard work and awareness. Fair enough. Whenever I get someone with a schedule like yours, because I'm fairly blocked out in mine, I have I block time in for my kid, my schedule. Like it's on my That's calendar because it's the only way I can be 100% sure that I'm going to have at least several hours of quality time with working a full-time job and then having my side business. Yep. So whenever I run into somebody who sounds like they have a schedule as busy as mine, it's not easier. I always want to ask that question because so many men want to achieve things, right? We want to get in shape or we want to maybe start a side hustle or build our own business or better ourselves in some way. Maybe we want to get a better education so we where we are but i see so many men just stop before they get started because they just don't have time how do i get that all right so i always like to ask when i meet someone that's incredibly busy because yeah. you're proof it can happen yeah and things are never perfect when you make mistakes or you, you're not doing things the way you want to be doing them it's just it's a matter of course correcting i'm going through a program right now called optimize this guy brian johnson it's a coaching program. I'm shaking my head like that because it's not like a one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's like video co coaching, live calls, and then some like worksheets. But one of the things that they're teaching right now, I'm really going to try to implement this, and this kind of goes back to your question, is calling is called a digital sunset. And that's like at a certain time, he recommends an hour before bedtime. <clears throat> excuse me, an hour before bedtime, all electronics go off. So now I'm thinking, can I do that? Yeah, I probably can. Uh, I'm not doing it now, but sometimes I am. And so I'm going to make a real conscious effort to have that digital sunset with my kids too. Like at a certain time, all the electronics go off TV and then we either read or hang out. So I, that's on my radar. And then it's also just, yeah, like it's being intentional. Like for example, I'll give you a live live, live example. Let's see, it's, it's two o'clock Eastern time as we're recording this at three o'clock. I have to go pick up my daughter from school. We live cl fairly close to the school, like a 12 minute walk. Normally I pick her up in the car, but since it's getting a little warmer, I'm gonna walk to get her, get a little exercise in, and then I'll have the walk back with her just more time is me and her one-on-one. So it's like making those small little tweaks, looking for those small opportunities that over time compounds. Like if I'm doing this every day with her Monday through Friday, well, it's only 12 minutes, but that adds up. And so those little tweaks. I love the fact that you said that. I uh, We started homeschooling my kids this year after the whole school on and off thing with the dreaded Rona and everything like that. We started homeschooling our kids this year that some legislation has passed that we're just not okay with the schools teaching at this point. And but last year, the last couple of years, they public school. Their school is half a mile away from us. Mm. And so on my non like normal nine to five job, I'm off on Mondays and Tuesdays. And so I would like, that was just a, a high point in my day. They'd go to school or whatever. We drop them off at school in the morning. And then during the warm part of the year, I would stop what I was doing and walk down and pick them up, walk home with mm. those two days a week when I wasn't at my full-time job. And I just, I love that time just walking with my daughter. So it was, there, there's no electronics, there's no distractions. Yes. I actually get to hear first thing about their day and what actually happened at school before they get distracted coming home. 
So I love that part. It's great. And then usually like when I'm walking there, cause I was doing this last year, but then it was in New Jersey, it's freezing in the winter. So can't really do it. But I was like, I listened to something like audible going to get her. Obviously I get her and I spend time walking, walking back with her. So it's like really stacking a few things in one 30 minute outing. Oh yeah. Optimize that time. So Ryan, <laughs> tell me about the morning upgrade. Yeah. So the morning upgrade, I started that it was actually April, 2020, right? When everything started changing. So I'd always been writing about personal development. And during that time, I'd be in quarantine at home. I just had more time to think. And my mind was just wandering. And I was like, I should try to create a brand out of this. I'm, I'm writing content around this. It's what I really honestly like to write about. I write about marketing sometimes too, but like personal development, growth stuff, I'm really into it for some reason. And so I was like, I should try to create a brand out of this, reach more people. Like this could be my impact project. Not that the marketing stuff isn't impactful, but this could be like really impactful, like the ripple effect of, of helping people that then they help other people and so forth. And so started as a blog and it's all been new for me. Like I've never, I've built websites before, of course, but I'm trying to create like a brand. And so it started out as the blog and then I knew I had to create a podcast. I really did not want to do a podcast because it was another thing to have to learn and to manage. But I was like, I have to have one. It just, it would not make sense not to have a podcast. And so I taught myself all that. And now I have the blog and the podcast. And then I, I released a morning routine product. I actually use it myself. It's cards every morning that I fill out that guides me through a whole specific morning routine. And then I wrote a book, which you can see over my shoulder there, orange, on personal development for entrepreneurs. I'm just really trying to create a resource that teaches entrepreneurs and really everyone how to use personal development to upgrade their life, their business. And I have all these, I'm doing that with the blog and the podcast and the book and the cards and maybe a mastermind, all these like assets that I'm creating that helps me with my mission. Where will it be in a few years? I'm not really sure. I think the next thing on my, on my target here, like I mentioned, is the mastermind because I'm part of a few. I think masterminds are huge. It's such a personal development. I don't want to use the word hack, but I can't think of a better word on spot, but uh, that's probably where I'll go with it. It's just, I don't know, it jacks me up. And actually, and I'll stop, I'll pause after this, is I'm really starting to, and this is where it's getting interesting for me. I had a really like a light bulb moment. I was trying to come up with my purpose statement because one of the masterminds was saying we had to do it. And I had this light bulb moment that my, my, pat, my purpose, at least as I understand it right now, is to interweave, I mean, in terms of business at least, to interweave Morning Upgrade and Valentine, the marketing agency. And how do I interweave? I'm having clients on my podcast. I'm, I send my clients the book and just small things like that, trying to interweave the two businesses. I think it's really fun and it's given me a new fresh on the business. Guys, we're not talking about Ryan's book because I am backlogged. I've got to read four books in the next three weeks for upcoming interviews. But Ryan was kind enough to send me his book. <laughs> It's right here. And when I finish the book, because I absolutely am looking forward to reading the book, Ryan, I will leave a full review on Amazon and it will get posted on my website as well. I have a library tab on my website and I have like some of them are relationship books, some of them are self-improvement kind of books and all of the authors that I've interviewed, I put their book on there as well. I had one of my early live streams. I actually was referencing a book and someone in the group chat was like, do you have a place where you like log all these books you keep referencing? I was like, no, but I should build that. So now I have it on my website and I look forward to going through this. Thank you for the same copy of this though. Even though oh, yeah, we're not absolutely. specifically talk, talking out book in this podcast, I do look forward to reading it. Now, how did you become so focused on personal growth and development? Yeah, I've been thinking about that lately. I bet, and I've been... I was actually talking to a podcast about that 
And I'm trying to remember, I've always been into it. You know, we moved into this house now. I was taking boxes out of the attic of the old house, and I found a box of all old books that I must have had when I was, I'm 43 right now, so I don't know, it was in my 20s, I guess. And it was like books on mindset, thinking big, how to win friends and influence people. So even back then, I was like into that kind of stuff. I just really find it fascinating, the whole concept of getting 1% better every day. I think it's I think it's two things, honestly. It's that, and let me take a step back. The podcast guest, he was saying, people get into personal development because they're either really into achieving and improving themselves, or they're honestly just trying to like work on themselves because of past stuff that they're working through. I think for me, it's a combination of both, if I think about it, honestly. And obviously the morning upgrade, managing that has really set me down a whole nother, because now I've got everything I'm managing for the show and having to create the content. And now it's not a matter of just reading books like I used to, it's really, being intentional with my own personal development, my morning routine, my habits, the content I create for Morning Upgrade and the impact I'm trying to have. I don't know. I'm just really excited. I love doing it. Okay. Now, I have to ask this question because when I was researching you for the show, not everybody understands how we all connect on this. We, we actually have websites where podcasters and guests tend to sync up and that's how we, Ryan and I met. And one of the things you always say that you're always ready to answer is what is the meaning of life? And I've never met someone who was bold enough to actually say that. So I got to ask <laughs> before we go to our break, what is the meaning of life? And I'm going to, I want to say one caveat, like my meaning of life or my view on it is, Hey, it's probably going to change as I get older. Cause where I'm at now will be different than where I am in 10 years, but it's a personal experience. Like I always ask this question on my podcast, but I acknowledge that it's the way I see life through my lens. Is, a diff is differently than the way you, Brent, see it through your lens. But for me, it's a few things. It's having friends and family in your life that you care about. It's having fun, honestly. I love to have fun with my friends, my family, go on road trips and things like that, go out to dinner. Um, it's also having impact on people around you and trying to leave the, the world a better place than it was, than it is. Even if it's just a small little, like, small little ripple that you can create. I think if we all do our part to do that, besides a big ripple. So I think to me, it's a few things. I look at it from many different angles in terms of like relationships, having fun and the impact that I'm trying to create or to have. To me, that's the meaning of life. That to me, that's like a, a well-rounded life. So it's not 42. What's that? It's not 42. What's that? Oh, you're not a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan? No. Oh. no. <laughs> it's the most famous line from the whole book probably. What is the meaning of life? 42. That, that's the answer. What, what does that mean though? I have no idea. I <laughs> I watched the movie years ago. I read the book and I still don't get it. But that's it's hilarious. like, it's the one line everybody seems to know from that book. It's amazing. Guys, <laughs> we're spending some time getting to know Ryan. In the second half of the show, we're going to get into morning routines and personal development strategies. So we're going to roll our sponsor and we will be right back with more from Ryan. I'm calling on all men right now to stand up and stand against this horrific crime. It is estimated that over 300,000 children are being sex trafficked in the United States alone every single day. I want you to get on your social media. I want you to follow savinginnocence.org or fightforme.net. Both of these charities are working to end child trafficking in the United States and abroad. You can donate at www.thefallibleman.com shop and buy our inhuman trafficking merchandise and all proceeds will be given indefinitely to savinginnocence.org. You can also go to www.savinginnocence.org slash donate and donate directly to Saving Innocence. 
Men, it is time for us to fight and stop this horrible thing known as human trafficking. We're back, guys, with Ryan Cote discussing morning routines and personal development. Guys, if you missed the first half of the show, be, for, be sure and go back and catch that, where we spent some time just getting to know who Ryan is and what he's about. And in this half of the show, we're going to get deeper into morning routines, which Ryan is a big believer in, and personal development strategies, and how they can make a huge difference in your life. And Ryan, I'm going to ask, I, I ask all my guests this, what purchase of $100 or less did you make in the last year that had the biggest impact on your life? Okay, the first thing that came to mind is a book called The Heroes by Robin Sharma. The guy is a hero, also wrote The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. That's like the book that really catapulted him into author, like an author celebrity, I guess, lack of a better word. But he wrote this book called Everyday Heroes, and it's his journey through personal development and his insight. He's really, the way he thinks about things, and it's an easy read. Like, it's a thick book, but it's short little chapters. So I've been layering that into my morning routine and it was like, what, 25 bucks. And I just think, you know, I'm still reading it, but I can just tell it's going to be one of my favorite books and just money well spent. I've asked a lot of people that question. It's amazing. And all of you listening need to take this, okay? Probably 70% of the people I ask that question all come back to some kind of book. Never, ever, ever stop reading. There is so many amazing books out there that can have such incredible impact on your life. And they're accessible in all kinds of forms these days. I fell in love with Audible, as you guys know, over the last couple of years. I still love my hardback books or my hard copy books more, but there are so many books that are so much more accessible and there are books out there that will change your life forever, I guarantee. Now, Ryan, I see all the time on YouTube, right? Elon Musk, millionaire morning routine. It's half a million views and videos that teach you actually like how to invest or how to grow yourself. Don't get anything on it. Are morning routines that valuable? I mean, you're asking someone that created morning upgrade. So <laughs> I got to say yes. But, but I, even before I had morning upgrade, I was, uh, I was starting with morning routines back, I think 2017 is when I started them. I think it makes sense. I don't know if it's the morning routine necessarily. I think it's the kind of person you become. If you're the kind of person that, wakes up early to work on themselves, you're probably the kind of person that's going to take their self-education seriously, exercise, just take their personal growth seriously. So I think that's what it is. I, mean, I think the morning routines are important because you're, it depends on what you do, of course, everyone's got a different one, but typically you're exercising, you're reading, you're journaling, you're meditating, something, some combination of that. So you are investing in yourself, but then because you're investing in yourself, your identity changes and if you're the type of person that wakes up early and invests in themselves, you're probably the type of person that will do these things and not do the bad things and bad habits. So I think that's really what it is. I think it's a combination of the two. Okay, fair enough. I, I wanted to ask because I do, I hear it all the time. Blah, blah, blah is morning routine. It's like, now I'm a big calendar guy. Like I, I have a, I'm a scheduled dude. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't happen. I don't know that I have a written down morning routine, but I definitely have whether, I guess it depends on whether I'm going to my nine to five job or whether I'm working from home on the fallible man, but I definitely have a set routine of how my morning starts. And I'm a big, big schedule person because it, it helps me stay efficient. Mm -hmm. uh, but I always see these morning routines. Okay. Now, morning routine can change our life. How do we start? How, I know you said you have cards, right? A card that you use, actually. 
Yeah, I seldom I use them, yeah. But you don't have to. It could be, honestly, like, if you're thinking about starting a morning routine, get a copy of the Miracle Morning. I can never remember the order of the words, but it's by Hal Elrod. That's what started me on the journey. And I've changed my morning routine a lot throughout the years. But to answer your question, I would start small. Like, when I did the Miracle Morning routine, I was, like, it was up to, like, an hour and a half at some points. And it became, especially with young kids and when we were home and stuff like that, just became really hard. It felt like I was like forcing myself into the routine. And I was like, the, the friction is never a good thing for trying to create a habit. And I was like, I have to change this because I feel like I'm not looking forward to it now. I want to actually look forward to my morning routine. And so I whittled it down and reformulated it to be a 20 to 30 minute routine. Like technically my cards, it's like 20 minutes, but I've been starting to read on top of that. So now it's close to 30 minutes. And to me, 30 minute, 20 to 30 minutes, there's no excuse. I have no excuse. Like, there's no reason why I can't wake up 30 minutes early before my kids get up and do this because I know it's important. I know that's the person I am. I know that's what I do. And it feeds me. Like if I don't, if I don't do, I mean, I think in the last six months, I probably missed my morning routine maybe two or three times the last six months. It's important to me. I feel different when I don't do it. So to answer your question in a very long roundabout way is start small, like 10 minutes, you know, what you do in those 10 minutes, we, that could, it could be anything, but gratitude practice, exercise, plus gratitude practice, meditate. I only meditate for five, six minutes. And then my exercise portion of my morning routine is only five to six minutes. I usually do something after that in the day, but in terms of my morning routine, it's five minutes of burpees, five or six minutes of a guided meditation. So like you can pack a lot into a short period of time, but I would say like the Atomic Habits Principle, that's another book worth reading is starting small waiting for the habit to cement and then experimenting with it by expanding it and adding things especially if you don't if you're not used to morning routines or personal development there's all these different strategies you can use and so start small and then start reading more about personal development and then you'll say oh i like that i'm going to add that to my morning routine i don't like this i'm going to get rid of it and it's like cooking a dish like a recipe will you give us an example what's your morning routine look like right now Sure. Well, I have the cards, but you could use a notebook, but I talk about what I write down, what my number one priority is for the day. Okay. So what's my, and sometimes I'll write down one, two, three things, things that come to mind that are really important, but sometimes it's just one thing. So what's my priority for the day? What am I grateful for? I write down one thing, one thing I'm grateful for. Um, I write down my biggest win from yesterday because I'm doing this in the morning. So I want to think about like, all right, what went really well yesterday? What was the biggest win or wins? write that down. Relationships are important to me. So I have to try to create like a structure around it. And so I write down who I'm going to reach out to today to recognize them, to say hello, to tell them I'm thinking about them, to encourage them. It just depends on who the person is, but I write that down. I make sure I do that before the day's over. And then I've got a space for like journaling. And that could be a couple, that could be journaling my thoughts, what's on my mind, good or bad. I sometimes write down my affirmations. Like it just changes every day, but I have a spot where I just take time and write down my thoughts. And then I meditate for five or six minutes, and then I exercise for five or six minutes, whether that's shadow boxing or burpees or jumping jacks or push-ups, just continuous movement for those five or six minutes. And then read, read for a little bit. And that's my morning, every morning. Sounds like a good way to start the morning. I like uh, yeah. I like the fact that you're prioritizing and putting in gratitude and stuff like that. I think that's really important for a perspective on the day. It's been a game changer, honestly. If you haven't practiced gratitude practice, it's really, it might seem like kind of woo or like what really benefits would that have, but it really does rewire your brain to look for the positive. I do it with my kids now too. Before we go to bed, I ask them like one thing they're grateful for. And uh, they used to take a while to think of something. Now they can rattle it off pretty quickly. And, uh, and so that's been a nice habit that I've ingrained into their nighttime routine. 
I'm not perfect. I don't do it every single night, but most nights we do it. I broke off. I was in the habit for a long time. I'd ask my children three questions right before bed. And it was, what was something nice that somebody did for you today? What was something nice that you did for somebody today? And what's one thing that you're grateful for today? Love that. And that's how we, that's how we wrapped up bed right before hugs and kisses. That was because I wanted them to go to bed with that kind of thoughts on their minds. I've yeah. gotten away from it. Life gets busy and you, oh, I'm, I'm, I got to get back to work tonight. Rush through the bedtime routine and cut things here and there. But I, I need to get back to that because I think it's a really great mindset to raise somebody. Absolutely. And that's where the digital sunset comes in. Now that I'm thinking about it, not that I do that yet, but because if I don't have my computer, my phone calling my name, I'll have that hour to do things like that where there will be less distractions. And I also like to think about with kids, you don't know what you don't know. Like they're not going to think, hey, I should think about what I'm grateful for today. Like does that thought would never ever come across their mind. And I know it didn't when I was a kid. And so I eventually came across that content and now it's on my radar. That was, I was an adult at that point. So I'm trying to introduce them to things very slowly and small on small scale uh, around this personal de development stuff so that hopefully in some way it helps them in their journey. Now, when I was reading, you used the term in your notes, personal growth gap. What is a personal growth gap? Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking that. I've never heard and of this it. This is not my concept. This is just who to hear from. Well, Brian Johnson talks about it from Optimize and Mylette talks about it. I'm sure others talk about it too. Okay. It just really resonates with me. So I talk about it on my podcast and on my blogs. The gap is like, you know, I think if you're really into personal development, you're chasing the person that you could become, like the best version of yourself, what have you. And so to me, or to the gap is here's, you're here and you want to be here. Okay. So you're at version 1.0 of Brent and you want to get to version 2.0 of Brent. And how big is that gap? Like how far away you are you from that person? And so I like to think of every day doing my morning routine, working on Valentine, trying to make that stronger, the agency, working on morning upgrade, trying to be a better friend, like being intentional with my actions and trying to course correct when I mess up. I look at all those activities on a daily basis as closing that gap. Now, I'm not really sure what version 2.0 could be, but I feel like that's a, a line that's always going to move a little further away, but it's fun to chase that version 2.0. And so to me, like every day, I'm trying to close that gap between who I am today and who I can be. Okay. I just, I hadn't heard the term before. I'm familiar with it. My let's work. The guy seriously gets you pumped. Dude, dude is like seriously contagious. I don't know if he's like, I, I would compare him to, man, I feel bad now because I can see his face. My Lewis house. Tony, he was the big talk guy for a long time. Make yourself better, Tony. Oh, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Ed Milet has that very Tony Robbins, like you just get the energy, you listen to him and you're like, oh man, I this guy gets me pumped. I don't know, maybe yeah. just like a reincarnation. I know Tony Robbins is still alive. Maybe just a younger version, right? The next generation's Tony Robbins. But I, I love his work, but I just had never, I never heard that term of personal growth gap. And that makes sense. You guys, yeah. if you're getting something out of this, do all the good social media nonsense. Whatever. If you're listening on the podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, you guys know I hate this part. Click the like button, leave us a review on podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts or all that good social media nonsense that I have to say at least once, even though I hate doing it. I wish I didn't have to say it at all, but do that for us. That helps us keep making shows like this and hanging out and bringing guys like Ryan to you. Now, Ryan, what are your personal growth strategies? To me, my pillar habit is the morning routine. And that's a combination of everything I talked about with gratitude practice and celebrating wins and journaling and meditation, all that. 
So the pillar habit of morning routines is a lot in a nutshell. But then on top of that, exercise and fitness is really important. I exercise every day. It changes. It could be walking, running, uh, shadow boxing. I was telling you that I also do the VR Oculus boxing. A tip there when you're doing the bo boxing VR, set the boundaries correctly. Because when you don't, what can happen is you might smash your fist into the wall and break your thermostat like I did. Thankfully, I didn't break my arm, but it's pretty pretty hurt, but getting better. So exercise, fitness, nutrition, drinking my Hula drink and try to feed my body. And then self-education, like you mentioned, Brent, reading is super important. Every day read, even if it's five pages, just read, read, read. I've got a whole stack of books behind me. I'm always reading two or three books at a time, slow and slow and steadily. And then like I mentioned this before <clears throat> is uh, masterminds. Masterminds are have been such a game changer for me. And if your audience doesn't know what a mastermind is, it's a group of Guys, women, it can be the ones I'm in or one is just men only and the other one is, is a combination of men and women. But it basically it's a collection of people that get together on a regular basis with the goal of getting better, advancing their business. One of mine is more marketing niche focused. And so it just depends, but you're getting together every week, every other week and just investing in each other, trying to hold each other accountable, read books together, just try to grow together. And it's been a game changer. It's been a game changer because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. When I first joined the first one back years ago, having to be on these Zoom calls and give advice and get advice and be vulnerable, it's it could be, it takes a little time to get used to. But man, once you break through that barrier, it's, uh, it's like the best part of my week having those calls, honestly. I've never actually, I've heard about them. I always see things about this person's mastermind and I think I've sat through, I've sat through some like one day seminar kind of things, but I never actually sat in a mastermind group for any like that. I hear people talk I, about them all the time. Brent, it's you get what you put into it. You get out what you put in. If you show up at every meeting and you really try to bring a full cup and help people and it just, yeah, it's just really not to mention the relationships and the connections you make. Like in one of my groups, some of the guys have been with me since the beginning. They just, we've just been members for that long years. And so you really get to know the people, their family and their business. And it's just, it's been a game changer. Very, very. Ryan, what are three things people can take away from this right now, apply tomorrow to start changing their life? Three, three personal development strategies. Three things from the, from this conversation and from what you're doing. Um, okay. I got to say the morning routine because it's my pillar habit and I, I just believe in it. So I have to say that start small, even a 10 minute routine, just get the habit cemented in. read the miracle morning. If you want, it's going to lead you down a much more complex routine, but it doesn't mean you can't pare it down. So it's a really good book. So start the morning routine, read every day, five, 10 pages, personal development, personal growth books, business books, or whatever you're, whatever you're interested in, whatever matches up to your goals. What do I want the third thing to be? The third thing to be, I think is more just raising the awareness like I, and i talk about this in my blog a lot is more about well okay i'm going to make this a combo answer raising the awareness of, of personal growth just being aware that investing in yourself is the best investment you can make in yourself it's like when you buy a car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere it was always there you just weren't seeing it so once you're aware of personal growth and personal development and you really believe that it is important you'll look for opportunities to invest in yourself to not do something that isn't good for you etc and that includes and this is like the combo answer Th that includes pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, that's what really where the growth happens. Like when you're going through something and it's a struggle, like I remember with one of our real estate investment properties, we were going through a mold issue, 
it wasn't a big mold issue, but it was a mold issue. So it was a big deal. Tenant was freaking out. I was like, what do I do right now? I, this is uncharted territory. I remember going to bed with like pains on my stomach, literally. But you got through it. I got through it. Now I'm stronger for it. If it happened again, God forbid, I'd like to think I can handle it better. And so those kinds of those kind of situations, they just make you stronger. And so it's like you develop a callus because life is going to throw you challenges no matter what. And so you might as well just accept them and just try to get better at handling them. And that only happens if you go through them. Now, Ryan, what do, are people going to see when they go to your website? This is your website. If you guys are listening to this, the website is www. No, it's not. Well, it's the same thing. It, it's there whether you can see it or not. It's morningupgrade.com, guys. And you can go over there and find more about what's going on with Ryan and more about what he's talking about. What are people going to find when they go to this website? Hopefully they're going to see the passion I have for this stuff. A lot of content, a lot of podcasts, an expanding list of products for sale between the cars and the book, all reasonably priced, just trying to aid my mission, like you see there on the screen, to raise the awareness of morning routines of personal development. And so, yeah, they subscribe to, they put their email address in. Every week we send out a, a newsletter with just content from the blog, personal development tips, really just valuable content every week to try to Kaizen, the continuous improvement mm -hmm. concept, ourselves. So that's what okay. they'll see. Is this the best place to find you? Where can people find you? I mean, yeah, morningupgrade.com. I'm on LinkedIn too. My marketing agency is ballantine.com. Like the beer, but no relationship. Somehow we got that domain for them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> those are my main areas. All right. And guys, as always, we will have all of Ryan's links down in the show notes or the description, depending on what platform you're watching on. So that way that you can connect. I will say I subscribe to your Instagram. I love just the nice little reminder format you're putting in there just an inspirational thought and some of them are real short and to the point which i love so I'm, I'm loving what you're doing there my social media game is very weak though so i think killing it there that's great but guys you'll be able to get all that there and find ryan there is you are you have so much possibility it's why I do the fallible man. It's why Ryan is doing the morning upgrade. You have so much potential and possibility and you deserve to see what that looks like. You deserve to be the best version version of yourself, not just for you, but specifically for yourself, maybe for your family, maybe for the world at large, because there's only one you. And I don't believe in the whole snowflake nonsense, but guys, you are the combination of your experiences and your perspective on them which makes you very unique. You can bring so much to the world around you and change the world for better just by focusing on taking care of yourself, improving yourself. Check out what Ryan's got going on. And like I said, I will leave a review when I finish this book. Ryan, thank you for joining us today on the Fallible Man podcast. Pleasure yeah, to have thanks, you. Brent. Guys, yeah, as, as always, be better tomorrow because what you do today, we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Fallible Man podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.